Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They rubbish is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. April 13th, 2023. You are listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen, hope you're having a great start to your morning. Just been an absolutely gorgeous and beautiful week. Hopefully you've been able to enjoy a little bit of it. Going to be more of the same today, although I think changing tonight and a little cooler maybe tomorrow or I don't know. We'd have to kick it over to Chief Meteorologist Scoots for, for the full update. But before we get to that, Nick Roush sitting across the table from me. How are you, buddy? Well, uh, be a good I day. hope you're uh, not driving east on the Watterson Expressway. Down to one lane. It's a nightmare, apparently. So, Godspeed this morning. From where to from where to where? Uh, past the airport to I don't know where. <laughs> Wife's just sitting in it. So, a lot of fun. Yeah, I had that the other day where they were, where I was coming back and they were doing traffic on the other side of Waterson and had it mm-hmm. shut down around proper level and that already there is a mess during oh, yeah. rush hour. Um, so yeah. yeah, the the what's the right word. The, the connectors to pretty much any of the major interstates are so bad. They're fixing the Gene Snyder one it's on 64. Shocking. They're it, starting to get to it. but And they're doing 71 at 264, too, which that's always terrible. And the construction for that's even going to be worse. But, like, getting on 65 from the Waterson, always horrible. Getting on the Waterson from 65 is comical how backed up it gets east. Yeah, it's like, oh, you mean more than If you're not cutting to the front, you're a sucker. I'll just say that. Zipper merging, it's what you're supposed to do, and the fact that it goes back so far is just flat-out dangerous. So everybody should be two lanes right at the merging, and then you just intermingle, and everybody be yeah. nice to one another, and you let the other person in. It's but it's nice. like that with, now that you're now that we're talking about it, it's like that with all the major interstates with the, with the, the, know, Gene, the 264, the 265. The Gene Snyder one on 64 is uh, equally as bad during it, it is. If I had to nightmare. sit in that every day, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, I'd just You're go right. a different way. I mean, I, I would just, I would drive, and I, even if it was, like, longer, but I was still moving, yeah. I'd go do something else. But I couldn't just what, sit in that thing. That's what I'd do. I'd, I'd you know, like, let's, let's take a back road, you know, yeah. give, it a, give it a try. Because I actually did end up doing that on the way home, and I went maybe longer than I needed to. I went like I jumped two exits and I only needed to jump one. I was mm-hmm. like, ah, yeah. and then I met a light, but like, you know what? Still better than whatever I was doing before. Mo Rose says, 
Tow trucks are working on getting a semi off the Waterson West ramp to 65. Big backups happening on Waterson East as well as a crash at Poplar Level. So it's yeah. just, it's a mess. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out the rooms because it's a mess. We're going to get uh, Ollie Simmons in the traffic helicopter. <laughs> Ollie, what's going on out there? It's bad. Man, when we were in high school, that just got to laugh every time. The Ollie Williams traffic and weather reports. <laughs> Scoots, how are you doing this morning, buddy? I am good. You, uh, by the way, are wrong about tomorrow. It's going to be 55 degrees at this time tomorrow. Yeah, I thought I said so, that tomorrow is going to cool down. No, uh, at this time tomorrow, it's probably 55, or 55 it's, high. It's like 47 right now, so it's going to be warmer tomorrow. It's not going to cool down until the beginning of next week, so I'm good. I, I'm, I'm enjoying this weather. got out and cut my grass yesterday, so that was really nice. nice. It, was, any, it was a beautiful day to do that. Oh, any wow. rain coming soon, Scoots? You're right, You're right Scoots. Uh, it looks like Sunday is the first chance we've got for rain. Oh, wow. It's going to be so, in the 80s. Yeah. I got sunburnt yesterday. You want to see a funny tan line? Oh, I want to see. Oh, oh, well, we got a watch tan line? Nice, nice. Oh, I've been having to wear, been very mindful of wearing hats because I got a little toasty on the top of the dome and then uh, had a follow-up on Easter, Easter Sunday, a lot outside, a little combo wind slash sunburn. But it's going to be so nice out, you all should all go to Parristown and buy stuff for my wife. She's selling her derby materials, so free advertising. this, This weekend? Yeah. Friday I hope, night. I hope you all make a killing. All day Saturday. Well, she and came Sunday. home and she was just like, "Honey, you don't have to work anymore." I made 1.6 million in selling these oh, four ornaments. She, <laughs> she, she she did do the like, because uh, last week uh, you all knew my travels. We went to Alabama and then Ohio, all, all over the place. We realized, all right, time to we gotta get a bigger vehicle. This is just Whoa. Too, too small. Wow. Yeah, time to upgrade. So. Um, She's like, well, maybe I can just make $30,000 and we can buy a new van. It's like, uh, Easy peasy. Uh, you say, honey, some- I'll do some bets. I'll take care of it on my end. <laughs> We're going to hit a parlay. Which, by the way, Demolition Duke, he's been a winner for me before. Brad Cox, he's racing the Lexington Saturday. We're just uh, oh, put that bet the house there you on go. Him. You say, take all the ornament winnings and, and we're going to roll it on Demolition Duke. <laughs> and then, boom, new Astro van. Are you going to get a minivan? Uh, it, we're, we're, it, minivan. Oh, I want minivan. the minivan. We're, we're, we're in the, because she, she's like, well, look at this three row SUV. And I'm like, yeah, but the minivan. Yeah, but the minivan. Yeah. Just look at the minivan. Sliding though. doors. Mm-hmm. Kids don't bump into them. They're easy to get, mm-hmm. you know, man, easy for my big ass to get back to. Do SUV to? doors open automatically by themselves? Uh, no. no. Sliding minivan, minivan doors do. Oh, so. and one, one of the amenities, it was like, and it can even fold down and make a table. And oh my gosh! Like it, it, she was like, "This is your snack table," and it was like not a flattering picture. And I'm like, "Dude, that looks awesome! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about." Meanwhile, she's like, "Yeah, you can have that, or you can have these reclining seats." Yeah. And it had like a footrest for you to recline out. My big ass ain't kicking my feet up and reclining Bro, nowhere. Duke's gonna be a teenage boy someday. You're not gonna want him taking the car out with the reclining seats, you mm. know, minivan. <laughs> Nobody's picking up chicks in the minivan. So you gotta think about that in fifteen years. Yep. So. Yep. Scoots! No, no, not me, but I had a buddy that oh. Oh, they, he took called Vandingus. <laughs> not me, but a guy I know. Yeah, he had a he had a minivan, took all the seats out of it, put oh. some shag carpet down. Trevor was talking about recently how he once had like an Astro van, you know, not a minivan, like a van van. Yeah, my buddy had an Astro van. Yeah. Those things, like, you know, that 70s show sort of situation. And he, uh, for good measure, classic Trevor Kelsey fashion, said when he was done with it, just left it on the side of the road at Taylorsville and Hurstbourne, <laughs> never to be seen or picked up again. <laughs> not his problem, not his worry. Let the city take care of that.
couldn't find a meter. Here's my car. Take it. <laughs> he was he was done with it. He didn't want it anymore. <laughs> but Vance, all right. Uh, yeah. You're in the car market. How exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah very exciting. <laughs> Going from no car payments to what will surely be uh, surely be one. Uh, but I do – I was thinking about it. Uh, yes, like I've made the long joke that like Duke's going to be the quarterback and Frank's going to be the offensive tackle. But the, the way that the – they they're eating lately. Like I'm just. Uh oh. That's gonna be that's gonna be a problem. Like there, there's gonna be one day where I'm just like, we gotta have it. We gotta build an addition to the house just to store all the food. Big boys. Big boys. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, kind of like, exciting. People forget this in the nil era. Roush, you could be like 15 years out from just being filthy, dirty rich. That's true. And no, and nothing. Uh, you, of course, your kids. And but I, you would I, I, I could be there. The money. Oh. Oh, be the agent, Lamar I Jackson. A, I would be a great money man. Mm-hmm. Not, not like, let me, you know. I would want to have two, three dollars for you. One, but like from a marketing aspect, mm-hmm. come on, bring them on down. I agree. Yeah, Roush is in the house. We could sling houses for some realtor. I just can't wait till Justin Rowland has to call you, interviewing you about uh, your kids, their recruitments. They, oh, they Uncle would... Brown, man, I don't know. <laughs> They would joke about Ryan Lemon with that, with just like, but like Ryan is like that to the nth degree as well, like that. Like he's, you got to talk to him. It, it just him, like the quotes that he would give about how great his son are would be just oh, so delightful. There was some Fun kid. Times. There, there was some kid that we interviewed recently, uh, Jacob Polachek. Jacob has done like he kind of had to start from scratch, right? Like in mm-hmm. recruiting. You kind of work your way up with interviewing these kids, and then once you have a relationship with them, you can start getting some scoops and yada yada yada. Uh, but a lot of these, he was just, do you, do you visit Kentucky? Do you get an offer from Kentucky? Let me DM you and get an interview. And this one kid from South Florida, man, he, <laughs> Jalen Ramsey can't guard me. Like, <laughs> he was just going on and on about how great he was. It's like, oh man, this is after hearing a bunch of those mumbly interviews where you're like, well, you know, just want to. You, you know how some of those. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I know how they uh, it's uh, Dream school, like mm-hmm. all the, and then to get that interview, oh, that had to be a real treat. That would be. Yeah. Some of those football kids, a lot more entertaining usually than the basketball kids. It's true. Like, um, imagine being uh, Kyle Tucker driving to Atlanta for an interview with OTE, and instead uh, he just like has a quote unquote informal interview, AKA just hang out with him, but you can't actually ask him questions. Is that how it went down? Oh, the, you got to read that. I kind of want to do a dramatic reading because Kyle. Why don't like, you do a dramatic reading of like the 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 highlights, the part that you're you're referencing? That's what I, I didn't. I didn't know that. Well, let me let me get to it because it's very. Uh, I'm, it's loading right now. Uh, Kyle is a great storyteller, mm-hmm. and he really did his best to uh, paint a portrait of what was happening without actually getting to formally speak with Rob Dillingham. Rob Dillingham doesn't really know when, where, or how the rumors got started, and he doesn't care. He has never been bothered to refute them because why should he be responsible for correcting someone else's error? He is, however, aware of the online chatter. He knows there's buzz out there about him not actually enrolling this summer at Kentucky with the rest of his five-man freshman class that ranks number one nationally and represents the hope of a fan base eager to return to the top of college basketball. 
Maybe it's because he played at three high schools and was committed to NC State before signing with the Wildcats. Maybe because he was briefly at Kanye West's non-traditional upstart Donda Academy, then became a pioneer of Overtime Elite's new and non-traditional scholarship program. Maybe all these moves made people wonder whether he's indecisive or academically ineligible, or both. But it's neither, he says. Dillingham, disillusioned by what he believes are unfair things, written about him and his family in the past has declined all interview requests over the last several weeks. He declined to speak on the record with The Athletic on Tuesday, too. But he did chat informally and decided to publicly put the rumors to rest. That was a long-winded way to be like, hey, he didn't he didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but he did kind of talk to me, so here's the story. Uh, it, it Basically, it was like he oh, wore all... That's, that's he wore annoying. UK stuff underneath his gear... And uh, uh, I did see that wearing a UK shirt, which is cool. Yeah, he's like he grinned while he still declined to be quote. He did confirm that he's on track to graduate high school in May and enroll in June. Well, that's good. Yeah. It does seem like the momentum has really switched there and changed there, where it's more all right. He's going to be part of the class. So, what's is Reeves going to be there too? If Reeves is there, is that it? If Reeves isn't there, do you go out and get somebody? Do you go out and get somebody even with Reeves being there? But it does seem like Dillingham's a part of the equation now, where two weeks ago we were whispering about, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? And we had said, you just kind of have to trust the coaching staff to know. However, coaching staff had been wrong recently with some of those decisions where we felt like they should be in the know or be protecting themselves. And obviously the Shaden Sharp situation is the one that comes to everybody's mind. Oh, yeah. I, I will – I think I'll put this to bed, the Dillingham stuff. Ooh. This is the – Tuck it in? The, tuck it in, kiss it goodnight, get it a warm glass of milk, and turn off the lights. I'm just going to assume he's going to be a U.K. Wildcat. He, I'll, we'll, I will talk about him moving forward when talking about – expectations for next season roster starting lineups minutes he is he's fully in where there were question marks there still could be question marks but I I just don't think it's we can play like the what if game anymore I don't know how many times we need to be told that he's going to be playing granted they did do that with the shade and sharp situation and ended up not playing but we we just can't do it I I just can't like okay you got us we think you're gonna have Dillingham I'm just gonna assume that he's there he seems like he is planning on being there UK is planning on him being there and if there's a mad dash to go get another guard or another score then we can all speculate wildly about why that is but until then Dillingham part of UK's team next year I've seen enough seen enough Sharpie Seth Davis voice oh no Mm mm-hmm Put a stamp on it. Mm-hmm. Smack it on the bottom. It's gonna be interesting, like just how that's gonna. He he is a player that you kind of just have to let cook a little bit, if you will. Like there's gonna be moments where UK fans are gonna be really frustrated with this kid. Yeah, and 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 I feel like that was um, kind of what we got with Eric Bledsoe offensively, where. The, the difference, obviously, was that dude was a dog on defense at all times. Whereas, like, I'm, I'm not expecting that whatsoever at all. He's I'm expecting him to be a liability defensively. But offensively, Bledsoe would have those games where it's like, I mean, he has the NCAA tournament UK three-point record, right? He got yeah. hot, but then there was other nights where he was just non-existent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe even a problem, too, because he would just turn the ball over a ton. I, I, I can very well see that happening with Robert Dillingham. Oh, it, it will. And there will be times where, you know, you'll blink and he'll score seven points and 
30 seconds, yeah. and you'll just be shocked by it. He's going to be able to get to the line. He's going to get people in foul trouble. He's probably going to throw up some of the craziest, goofiest layups that most likely maybe will airball yep. or not even touch anything, and we'll be like, oh, okay, well, that yeah. was bad. And, and then he'll come down and he'll come down and do a one-on-four behind the back floater that is nothing but net, and we'll be like, that's insane. Ooh, that's the, an insane he's, basketball. He, the no-no-no, yes, yes, yes mm-hmm. guy. He will be that to a T, which will be fun. We got more roster news yesterday, yeah, Roush. we did. Uh, I did want to say before we get to that, shout out. I'd like to say shout out to us. Shout I'm going to give ourselves a compliment. We did it. Well, because like I, there was uh, Aaron Bradshaw did a uh, one of those Q and A's on Instagram, and somebody asked him like, "Do you are you going to be the four or the five? And him saying the four was like a big deal. Folks, if you've been listening to KRC, we've been telling you for weeks. This guy, he's he's. A, it's four. True. Yeah. So if you if you all want to to know before you everybody else knows, we've been saying that for years. We, it's right here, KRC baby. Oh yeah. Roll Colorado. Because I I, <laughs> I I don't. I'm not trying to. I, I'm not Jack watching these guys all the time, but like paying keeping up with Aaron Bradshaw at all. It's pretty clear that he's. Not an SEC center, and TJ, he doesn't have to be an SEC center. Correct. And I know there's UK fans that are like, I don't want him to be our four. You need to be more versatile. You need to be able to move laterally and have that lateral quickness, and you need to be able to put it on the floor, and he's just going to be a pick-and-pop stretch four. It's not It's not going to be the same. I don't know exactly how it's going to work. I don't think it's a home run that it's a guarantee that it will work, but I will say at least from an offensive standpoint, it's really exciting. It's exciting to think about. Will he be able to be quick enough to guard people? His length is going to make up a lot in that regard. But offensively, you want him to have open shots. You don't care really where on the floor that they are. He's not going to be a back-to-the-basket bruising center. Cal tried that with Scal back in 2016, and it never worked. If anything, I'm worried that Cal might make him try to be that. You know, like... I think he learned with Scal because he eventually did pull the plug on that and was just like, all right, Scal, I'll keep you away from the basket then. And then Kentucky actually started to play well and obviously won the SEC tournament. And uh, he eventually did realize his mistake with what he was trying to turn Scal into. I don't think he'll do that again with Bradshaw. And and he also last year, like, Spent half the season pulling Oscar away from the basket, which is yeah, and, that, and that's and there's a myth too that he doesn't let his bigs float or his big shoot. He doesn't let his bigs usually just rain threes or be the the leading shooter from deep. But he lets all every single big. I can't. I don't even know if there's one. I mean, Bree Travis may be the one that they wanted to shoot the leads, and even he still got those elbow jumpers from from time yeah, to time. So I think a lot of it's just building up a, a trust that you'll be a good decision maker and not just. Oh, I've caught it at 15 feet. Let me shoot it right away. Mm-hmm. That, and that's the thing with Bradshaw. He's going to have to be able to go beyond 15 feet if he's going to be the four. He's going to have to be able to knock down threes, which I think he'll be able to. How it looks, I, I don't know. I, I I think that I know UK fans may not necessarily love this comparison, but I, I think there's a little like Jaden McDaniels in Bradshaw's game. He was almost a wildcat, ended up going to Washington. He was that quiet kid, if you remember. Yep, yep. Uh, Who punched a wall weird, recently. Weird, 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 recru- hand. weird recruitment there. Yep. But I would go and look at how he was used a little bit at Washington, and I think that'll be pretty similar to how UK uses Bradshaw, except Bradshaw's got an additional three inches on McDaniel. Yep. So that will probably be a little bit of the difference. It's going to be interesting. Offensively, I'm excited about it. Defensively, 
It's interesting. You're going to have a lot of length. You'll have some shot blocking. But will he be able to to guard maybe a six foot seven wing? I'm not so sure. But we'll be able to talk about that and figure that out. And we got the news yesterday that if he does get beaten off the dribble, which oh, he may, yeah. he's going to have somebody that we wanted back at Kentucky. You're going to Kingsley on Enzo. He's back, Roush. Woo, officially, back, a made it, officially a made it official. Oh, yeah. And I love that it was, uh, and in fact, and I'm back. You know me. I'm a big fan of mm-hmm. I'm back. Uh, whenever you see... Uh, <laughs> I liked one time that you're like, yeah, I knew you wrote that headline because it was like <laughs> on Facebook. Like, he's back. Back in all caps. Oh, all about the backs in all caps. Um, but I, I like that he announced that returning from the transfer portal, uh, unprecedented so far for Kentucky basketball players, the first of its kind. Um, and I'm fired up because I was really, I was very bummed when he entered, entered the portal. I made that abundantly clear because as much as there's been hand-wringing about the offense last year, the offense was fine. It was good enough to win games. It's the defense. It's the reason why this team was far below its expectations. And I think a lot of it comes back to not having a shot blocker and having a string of point guards. That's Ashton Higgins, Devin Askew, and Severe Wheeler. Well, you're bringing DJ Wagner in, Mm -hmm. and then you had Ugana as your rim protector. And – it, I even liked it better. Like it, the, I'm even a bigger fan of Uganda because there's some so many other guys that you feel like you need to rely on offensively, to where like I think he can give you stuff in the very small like the limited sample size. He has the confidence to do those. All right, do a hook shot, catch some mobs, catch yep. some dunks. Like the you don't need to do a lot, Uganda, but we need you to block some shots. And he showed he can do that. I mean, granted against lower level competition. But um, I'm 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 excited. I'm fired up. He's back because I, I did not want to lump him in the pile with all the other players that you feel like you didn't get a full chance on. Shane Sharp is obviously the the number one uh, glaring <laughs> piece of evidence. But like Jared Vanderbilt, you spent half the year just wondering if this guy's going to play or not. Is he actually hurt? Is he not hurt? Um, and then if you, it would just be another one of those. Uh, now we got the transfer portal edition of the the none and done. Like I, I just I did not want that to happen. So glad that you got is is back. You're not alone in that. A lot of people felt similar way. You want the payoff with this kid. Yes, he's really exciting piece. Can do things that just with his size and length, just other folks cannot do. And you're gonna we're gonna get to see what what he's made of. Was he worth all this? conversation mm-hmm. and discussion in the offseason was the big nil price tag true I- i'm pumped for it I-, I do think there's a lot of questions to be had moving forward and i'll get to that but this isn't necessarily an original take to me i saw a few other people on social media have this take but my first thought seeing this was like man this is cool a kid wins out in a college decision process how often does that happen right right like, normally it's mom or you know and truthfully somebody. it probably happens all the time but when you hear about it not happening where yeah. like the kid wants this but this person wants that and that person wants that it just doesn't seem to often go the kid's way in that situation and that is sad uh, just genuinely sad just imagine you wanted to do something or you thought one thing in your life was best for you but you had other people telling you that you were wrong you didn't know what was best for you and actually they did so you need to do that 
he supposedly was mad when he found out online that he had entered the transfer portal. Like, that's a wild sentence to say out loud, but supposedly it's the reality of this situation with Uganda. I was genuinely tickled he? that he came back, that, like, he won out, right, right, that he right. got the decision that he wanted. That's a kind of a feel-good moment. <laughs> now go make the most of it. Go dominate. Go be an elite shot blocker, an elite big guy for UK, and help solve some of UK's defensive issues we've had over the last few seasons. The opportunity's there. Now, that being said, I'm very happy and all that stuff. I Now the camera pans to Oscar. Are you still coming back? Because if so, that is three fives. I mean, Bradshaw, we just talked about how he's going to play the four. But he is, I mean, when you're seven foot one, you kind of just fit into the five spot. You also have Lance Ware in a reserve role. Does Oscar come back to all that? And if Oscar does come back, I will say, I think UK probably is done in the front court. I mean, Livingston announced yesterday, if you missed it, weirdly enough, and his announcement did not mention anything about returning to college or maintaining eligibility, but UK's press yeah. release came out and clarified he is maintaining his college eligibility, which is a kind of a weird situation. Why didn't he put that in that thing, and why was UK so adamant to make a point and note of it? Yeah. Those are conversations to be had, but I, I think— It was a little bizarre. Does Oscar come back? Does Oscar join the fold in the front court? He was on a private jet yesterday. Looked kind of cool. Scooch, what do you say? Does he want to? Here's do here's UK fans want him to. Yes, absolutely. Okay. My question is, how does the whole eligibility thing work now? Like back in the day, I feel like if you said you were gonna go for the NBA, your eligibility was out. Like you you were done. You couldn't come back. So how's that working now? So it 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 was never really quite like that. Back in the day, if you signed an agent. That was that was yeah, like done. your. Now some you you remember some people back then would be like I'm declaring for the draft but not hiring an agent Correct. and that meant the door was open for a return. So is it still like that? No, not everybody can hire an agent. These college right. kids, the majority of them have agents, right? And you're allowed to do it. They have to be certified with blah blah blah. But you're allowed to have agents. So now basically there's three things people do. They say I'm definitely going to the draft and if they're a projected first rounder or a lottery pick, you know, they'll they'll usually just say I'm going to the draft. That's all. Then you'll get the going to the draft while maintaining college eligibility, which you can do, and then you'll just get the I'm coming back. So those are the three options between the players. The second option you have until May 31st to make your final final decision. So people like Chris Livingston and Oscar, since he's technically in the draft, they have until May 31st to say, actually, never mind, I'm, I'm coming back to school. But June 1st, if they're, they're, go- they're gone if they mm-hmm. hadn't decided to come back. So gotcha. that's how it works now. Everybody's got agents. That's not a big deal anymore. Testing the water is still a thing. It's just whether or not you, before May 31st, say you're going back to school. And a lot of times, and this happened with Keon Brooks last year, if you remember, he was entering the draft and then came out, I'm not entering the draft, but I'm not coming back to Kentucky either. And I was like, oh, 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 interesting. Uh, so you'll get some of that as well. I wouldn't be shocked, potentially, if you got that with Livingston. There were some transfer rumors with him, but he is planning on going to the draft. College eligibility will remain intact if he has a change of heart. It's only up from here, though, is, you know. Who came Who came up with it? I don't know. Who said we need a little catchphrase at the end? Not UK. The UK, I think, put that in the tweet. Well, in the tweet, but... Uh... I'm sure they were wanting a little bit more specifics. Mm-hmm. 
because they had to kind of rush. Every everybody else was like, "Wait, what is it? What does it mean? What's going on?" I just, uh, I'm, I'm not uh, holding my breath. So, do you have to? Do you have to announce your intentions like right now? No, I don't understand why some players are like, "Oh, my college eligibility is still intact," and others are like, "I'm gone." Because others are just making it clear. Yeah, just making it, letting their coaches and fans know I'm, I'm not going to be back. I'm done. Yeah. Hmm. See ya. Oh, another interesting thing about all this was like Bradshaw never got the the Calipari UK goodbye tweet. Like best of luck. So I, that tells I mean, me, according you go, yes, yeah, excuse okay. me. Uh, that tells me that they were never expecting. Like they were always like, well, hold on, we we're still we got some we got something to say about all this. But Cal has done the goodbye tweet for Oscar. But he did add the part. I'm not sure if it, you know. We'll see if it's his time to live out his ultimate goal. But I, I, that is now where my 1,000 percent, well, 99.99 percent. I'm still interested in Antonio Reeves just finalizing that decision. But I'm all in on what does Oscar decide to do. And if Oscar, you, you can make a case. Now, when we were doing the pecking order of players we wanted at UK. I think Uganda I had ranked last. Now, you're getting him back. Now, I said I wanted all of them. I'd be fine with any of them. You're getting Uganda. That's great. You could make a case that if Oscar decides to stay in the draft or just go play professionally somewhere, leave UK, you could make a case it could be a better situation that, like, you've got Uganda, you got Bradshaw, two people that can play the five position. And I agree with you about Bradshaw and the SEC. Like you're just asking to get pushed around a little bit. If you, Mm -hmm. if you, you can do it in stretches, and you can be fun, and you can be tough to guard doing that. And maybe in the tournament, you can even get away with it. But regularly in the SEC, that's not going to be a recipe for success. So having Uganda having a bigger body will be ginormous. Long way of saying, you could make the case that if Oscar leaves, you could get a stretch four that is doing exactly what the team needs versus. You basically saying we have a collection of talent at one position and we just got to find a way to make it work through two positions. Where if Oscar leaves, you can say we're just going to get in a true stretch four that can hit shots, defend, probably want somebody that can rebound if you, if you are having to replace Oscar. I think there's an interesting conversation to be had there. Now sign me up for the National Player of the Year and all-time leading rebounder, blah, blah, blah. I would rather have him than this other alternative, but it is an interesting dynamic there. Well, because I feel like you're kind of getting the alternative, for lack of a better term. But it, it how do you mean? Like, you know, this potential stretch four person. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm. I feel like we've got the stretches. There's yeah. not that much muscle because then you're like Lance Ware is your only combat against physical play. You know what I mean? You'd have to hope you gonna just like gets with it. If, yeah, yeah. I mean, That's what you, I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, there's there's yeah. not a whole lot there. What? Yeah. But but then it but then it comes back to like, all right, you took all of Uganda's minutes last year. You're not going to be able to do that this year. Sure. Like the the minute distribution, because if Oscar comes back, let's let's face it, he'll probably Cal probably end up giving Bradshaw some breaks with Oscar playing the four and you got to be in there at the five. Yeah. One hundred percent. Like how low? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. going to happen. I mean, it yeah. will, like that. That will be just a kind of, those three guys. I won't throw Lance Ware in there, although he will certainly get some minutes here or there. But those three guys are your four and five. I mean, unless yep. you can do get away with Edwards playing a little small four ball, but I yep. I wouldn't I wouldn't anticipate a ton of that. So 
that's that's I think the conversation mm-hmm. is like is that would you rather roll with that and be like you know what it's yeah. not as traditional as college basketball is nowadays or I guess it's not as modern as, as college basketball is nowadays but damn that's a lot of talent you got the best rebounder in college basketball you've got a big that you think can just be an elite shot blocker and then you've got another big that is a good shot blocker and also can shoot threes like it's nothing got to find a way to make it work or would you roll the dice and say all right if, if it's oscar's time to say goodbye this will give us an opportunity to get a better fit at the four well again i'm going with the former but i do think it's a conversation yeah 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 and, and also the i mean uconn kind of did that with their bigs right like they were yeah. outsizing everybody in the ncaa tournament with sonogo Klingon, and then the other big boy and with the exception of really like the miami game uconn did have several games where it was like I guess Gonzaga may be also another exception, so that's two out of six. But they're, I bet UConn was probably like, hey, I'm happy we've got a physical team because we're playing teams that are going to try to like rough us up, and they're just not going to be able to. Mm-hmm. So having that size and that depth there helped. So maybe you don't want to just have Ugana Bradshaw in where. But if you do that again, you're probably bringing another four. So... I'd like Oscar to come back. I think that while there would be a lot of questions about how it would work, you'd have some questions about locker room stuff, it's still just the best rebounder in college basketball. And I think if you could hang your hat on that, you you do it each and every time. But it's interesting. And then, like Exciting I said, I'm too. still I'm still intrigued with the Reeves decision. Really intrigued, actually. I just think he's coming back, so I'm not worried about it. And if he doesn't come back, I certainly think UK is going to be able to go get somebody that can do something similar. But I, I think Reeves is coming back. I'm expecting him to come back. I want him to come back. And then I really think you're getting pretty close to this thing being – so many people were so nervous just two days ago. And I think it's I think the roster's pretty close. I don't think there's as much to be determined as we would have ever thought just a few days ago. And that's exciting. Very exciting. All right, we're long overdue for a break. We're going to do it. The text line, absolutely popping. And I, if I had it my way, we'd just go straight into it afterwards. There's a few other little things I've written down. I know Roush has a few talking points. Scoots wants to have a heart-to-heart with everybody. Uh, that's so right. We've penciled in 20 minutes for that. Also was thinking potentially doing trivia today and rounding out that, getting that back to form. But we'll have to maybe just see on time with the text line because I'd like to spend some time with it. So, Game seven. It's Gano. It's the finale. And now that we're kind of getting into summer radio, wouldn't be bad to get that back into a regular thing. Can we do a little producing on air here? Can we wait till next week? I'm I'm not in the right mindset. Oh, Scoots! <laughs> if you're scared, go to church. I like Scoots. Is like he just he needs he needs Wednesday night or Thursday morning just to mentally lock it. Yeah, I gotta meditate. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. We now go live to Ollie Williams in the Channel 5 traffic copter. What's the scene, Ollie? Everybody looks like ants!
Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Nick Roush, what do you think about the campaign Kelly Craft's running? Um, I haven't paid close enough attention other than I she's doing the thing that I hate more than anything in the world, and that's a person running for a local office that's campaigning on national issues. Like we're going to China hard on China. Like what are you? China is nowhere near Kentucky. China is buying up farmland in some states, which is weird. But yes, you know what I mean. Like even if you're running for talking about protecting the borders, which is like I get the idea. Like you're going to keep drugs out of the state, but first off, how? Like we're also so going to shut down roads. We're going to have checkpoints on the roads. Going back to our geography, we're in the middle of America. Uh, I think it's just a weirdly, it's just a weirdly ran campaign right now. Like Like they're really like hitting like all the, the CRT stuff. Yeah. Like if you, you could do that for like the, if you're running for like state, like uh, Congress, right? Like some of this stuff could apply for Congress because in theory you're making laws about that. Yeah. But when you're running for governor, like they're just, whoever's, I don't know who's in charge. I don't know how these things work. I don't don't pretend to know, but it feels like this is somebody who's like, because she knows Washington people, right? She was an ambassador. That's what exactly Feels I was like going to say. They're just getting somebody from Washington. It's like, this is how we do campaigns mm-hmm. with big money. And it's like, well, it's not really. And they have big money. Yeah. I mean, it is wild how many commercials you get from her. But I I, I agree. I, I, th- I don't think she's dumb. And I've always been impressed when she's talked. But I feel like she's playing to the dumbest of the dumbest voters. Where it's just like, let's use buzzword after buzzword. Yep. And just see, it does, does it really, like, is it really impacting Kentucky? Some of the things are. But then also just some of the little campaign goofs that she's had. Like getting caught, copying, pasting another press release. And there's there's been oh, several no. different, like, just little, I, I think, I, I, I could be wrong about this. I, this. She could have ended up canceling it, but she was, like, holding a campaign rally the night, Monday night. Like the night of the, you know, yeah, the, yeah. what? Like that's such an easy, that's such an easy. Like we're not doing that. It's yeah. not the time for this. You would uh, think and the maybe, and maybe, would be and maybe last minute, up, maybe you know? last minute she did. But I saw some of the political reporters tweeting about that stuff, and I was like, "What are you all doing?" Anyways, I just saw her. She had another ad about teaching kids the ABCs, not the CRTs, and it's like, no, come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> also, that's uh, that's like a last. It's that's so last season. And I and I, that's like right. it's just it, it, wasn't that like the hot, the I hot think there issue are, long time? are real things about education and stuff like that, but stop playing that card. <laughs> I think she knows, but then again, I, I think remember you're right. she's going to eliminate the KDE too. There was there was that whole oh was she yeah because it like leaked out through a recording and then they had to put out a press release mm, being see? like just like yeah another, like another goof. Yeah, Another a lot, goof. Of, a lot of goofs. Get your text in to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. All those, the, that primary is going to be fascinating. And then whoever wins in that governor's race is going to be fascinating. Because I do think just there are a ton of people that respect the heck out of Andy Bashir, but you just saw what happened in the midterms in Kentucky. It was it was a red wave mm-hmm. that didn't happen nationally. So that's going to be those are going to be fascinating races, uh, and we will talk about those in other times because we've got a whole text line to read, which does get obviously talking about the news of this week. Uh, which here's what we're going to do: like I, we're going to we're going to read them. I would hope maybe tomorrow and definitely Monday. Like we're just we're moving on from that stuff. 
Just have to. Because there are, shockingly, people, a lot of people, that don't like hearing about that stuff or don't like the yep. discussion about it. And uh, I doubt many folks are really changing minds. We try to be respectful. I think the text, the majority of the text are in here. You all play by the, the Thornton's text line rules. Uh, but, Rash, when you go inside Thornton's, there are no rules. Well, well that's actually gotta, not true. Yeah, you have to pay for things. <laughs> that's totally you need, I'm, I'm sure they have a shoes, shirt. But right. you would think the deals are so good, like they've just abandoned all rules in terms of making money for their business, Roush. 89 Man, cents for 32 ounces? There, there's something about their coffee, too. Like, I have coffee at my house, but some days it's like, I just need the Thornton's coffee. That was yesterday. It's like, I'm moving a little slow. This Thornton's coffee, it's like Mike's secret sauce. <laughs> It's going to make me give me superpowers. I'm impressed by their whole get up. And again, just like a lively place to go in the morning to get you feeling good. And download the app and be a refreshing rewards member. Save money at the pump each and every time. I can't wait to go in today, just grab a donut and start eating it. You'd be like, and they yell at me. No Sports Talker said no rules in no, here. I, Have you had the glazed donut that you can like pull apart that look like donut holes at Scoots? I have oh, not, no. Yeah, it's like shaped like, like a diamond and there's like a little donut inception. Oh, it is. And it's amazing. <laughs> I have to give it a whirl. Now I'm hungry. Thanks. I'm going to do that all morning to all of our lovely sponsors because I am, in fact, hungry. Uh, Texter says, look up the definition of mass shooting. I bet most aren't publicized or done with assault rifles. A Texter says, does an ace on a part three course count? It's a great question. Yes. Yes, it does. I don't know. I don't think so. Why? I mean, why? Like, I, think a... it, I think it counts with the asterisks of, like, you're going to always say, like, I got a hole-in-one. On a par three course. A hole in one's a hole in one. I will say, though. But if you got a hole in one on a par three course, when you told people you had a hole in one, would you say on a par three course? So it doesn't, it doesn't count in your mind, even though it's only five holes more than what you normally play? Like when you're going out golfing, you're playing Correct. four par threes. It's not a real round of golf. It's a par three round of golf. Mm, I disagree. You wouldn't add that to your handicap. So, no. That's, that not that's true. But the, Here's the, the other thing, though, is like, how many par three? If you're playing a par three course, it's probably pretty nice. Or you were on the road and that was the only court. Or it's really bad. But there's probably yeah. Or it's the worst <laughs> thing ever. But like you're probably only playing it if it, if you were in a very strange time and place. So you'll just tell the story about it, right? You'd say, yeah, I got a hole in one on a par three course. It was down in you know Lake Cumberland used to have a par three golf course. There was a, there was a couple different places like that where they just have a don't have a lot of room to operate. So we'll 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 throw a par three course here. But when was the last time any of us? I know we give scoots scoots. When was the last time you played a par three course? Oh, couldn't tell you. I also couldn't tell you. Yeah, that's what I mean. It'd be fun, but I, yeah, there, I mean the the one at Seneca seems like it'd be fun to take a they kid have to. One? Yeah, there's not a little par three course. Nice. It's it's like it is for. Little kids. We yeah. should play it. I just wouldn't do that, get a hole in one there. It'd be really cool. I'd be thrilled about it. I would talk like I would bring it up, no doubt. But I just don't I don't think I would it'd be a little bittersweet, to be honest with you. Oh yeah. You and I'd worry about like that. did I just wait yeah, did I yeah. waste did I waste yeah. my, my good luck on that? I've only hit well, I've only hold one shot from three digits. Now it could have been a ninety nine nine hundred and ninety nine yard shot. <laughs> or it could have been, I don't know, like a buck oh seven, but somewhere in between. I won't somewhere. tell you. All, I won't tell you all which one. But uh, I've only done it once, and it was quite, quite honestly, the thrill of a sports lifetime. Yeah, it's awesome. Although I do have a relatively 
underwhelming, like big time career sports moments. Thrown in Hell Mary, Hell Mary pass for the win. That was pretty cool. I was about to say your flag football days say otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I like we won championships, but I'm talking like specific moments. Uh, missed two free throws to win a game in intramurals in college. Mm-hmm. That was that's brutal. Disheartening. Yeah, I did that. In, I was as a freshman too. I'm like you know, it was all seniors and stuff. Really mm-hmm. let them down. But I, I've never in basketball, and this kills me. I've never hit a true buzzer beater. Man, I've, hit, I've hit game winners, but never hit a true buzzer beater. I had one against Trinity the year that uh, the year that they were awesome. That went like, bring, 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 bring. Like it, Did it hit go in or out. Oh, it went out. Oh. It, was, it was so brutal. And that they they were awesome that year too. It was early on, and we somehow played them in a Christmas tournament in Bardstown, and that was that was tough. That was tough. But seeing a golf shot go in from a far distance, I mean, seeing a putt go in from a far distance is amazing. But definitely with an iron from from deep, and you you can hit some good golf shots with the 2023 Big X Sports Radio Golf Card Rush. You can. Yeah. At uh, some of the nicest golf courses in the area, uh, Wooded View, Valley View, Old Capital, uh, Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. New to the course, we got Park Mammoth. Oh yeah, right down I sixty five. Nice short drive, and uh, some of the most beautiful courses in the area. Less than twenty five bucks around when you purchase this golf cart. You just take it up to them, they punch it, and you're on your way. You're on your way. They make that sound too. They do. Mm-hmm. They really if they do. don't, they you're not. They're not allowed to punch it. You get a freebie. You can find them at BigExportsRadio.com. Check them out. Great card, great value, $25 a round. All right, uh, another texter. So we are we do not agree on the ace on the par three. We're, we're difference of opinion. I think you just you got to add the caveat. Mm-hmm. And I, I would feel slightly. Like it's, it's, it's almost as bad as my friend trying to count a hole in one when they didn't have cups during COVID. See, that's interesting too. He didn't even, like it wasn't even the noodle in the cup. It was the thing that was above the, like sticking out. Yeah, I know what which, you mean. Which very well could have, because I mean, I've hit the stick before on a shot. It didn't go in. That honestly, I, I'd need to see the shot. But see, it, that, was, that, that would suck for your friend. It sounds like. Yeah, because like it would he take was, away he a, real a real opportunity, a real hole in one. Is 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 a, is a by the rules guy, right? And like he he saw it and he said that that would have been a hole in one because it was rolling back. Like, so yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And and he goes around probably with the caveat of like it was a COVID. Yeah, exactly. You got to explain. You got to do some extra explaining. Uh, my buddy had a true hole in one on. Let me see, nine, eight, seven, number six at Cherokee. It's that one that goes over the water and like goes right along the road. Mm-hmm. Used to be a par four, and then they turned it into the par three. It's the goofiest green in the city, and it's not even close. It is a hilarious putt putt green. That being said. It uh, he had a hole in one on that one. Very jealous. It's a tough one. So that's jealous. a that's a tough one to hit it on. By the way, Woodhaven has a either get the big exports radio golf cart. But I just thought this was fascinating. They have a like a putt putt course, but it's just like what's it called? Like rotate, like rolling hills. Yeah, it's like actual green instead it's of actual a- green turf. And they've just got the holes in different mm-hmm. locations, and they got little like drink holders where you just like set your drink, everybody hits their shot, and then the next ho- like drink holder is where you tee off for the next one. And each little cup's got a number. Sounds on like it. fun because that that's uh that's it looked popular really cool. Really in, cool. Uh, my, I still remember being very jealous because my sisters they got to visit Florida Gulf Coast when they were getting recruited, and so they did, you know, 
did more than just that. They went to like Disney when they were down there. And I think in celebrations, which is um, the very um, mm-hmm. put your nose up kind of neighborhood not far from Disney. That's what I hear. They have one of those golf courses where it's par three, all putt putt, but they have like sand traps. And, oh. you know, like it's, it's, it, it looks like a golf course, but you're just putting on real grass. Really cool idea. I'm sure if not, I'm sure other places in town have something like that or will be getting that, but that's a good idea in the, in the like country club membership business. You always need to be having a cool idea to get people mm-hmm. to keep coming back and signing up. And I thought that was, that was unique there. It's not cool, but they're putting a putt putt place next to Top Golf. Yeah, no, I think that will be very cool. You don't it's think it's all like cool? all the holes are like sports themed. Got oh. like a dartboard and like a ski ball, and I can't wait to cool. see it. I, it feels yeah. like they've been getting that thing ready for way too long. What is it about buildings in Louisville? Is it the, the is the restaurant beside it open yet? No, well, the Capitol Grill is open. No, there's like a they're making like a Mexican restaurant there. Mm. I was wondering if it was. Uh, I know. I, I need to get Duke so, to a putt putt. One, I mean, he'll be he'd love it. We took Lucy to Top Golf, and she, we like had her hit some balls. She thought it was fun. Um, we just got to get Duke nicer clubs too, because uh, every plastic one he breaks because he hits mm. the tar out of it. Just does loves, loves him some golf ball. He actually hit her. He's hilarious to watch the Masters with too, because he he has the expectation that every ball is supposed to go in the hole. <laughs> like, oh no, it didn't go in the hole, or. Oh no! He hit in the water, and but then Duke, he hit it from two twenty, and he's three <laughs> feet away. And then he'll, the, but when they get up to the driver, he'll, whoa, that went way high, you know. Like so, it's he. He's a lot of fun to watch. He probably enjoys watching golf as much as any other sport, which is great for dad trying great, to catch yeah. some naps. Oh, for sure, yeah. you're a big golf napper too. Oh yeah. Uh, all right, let's end hour one. Hour two coming up next. Kentucky roll call on Big X Sports Radio. Cow. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour 2. Wild episode of Survivor last night. We we briefly touched on it. And then Scoots hits us with this bomb that he just forgot that it was Wednesday night. Forgot it was Survivor. I, I was watching NBA. I didn't even think about last night being Wednesday. Oh, were the games good? Uh, the first game was really good. Yeah, the Bulls game. It yep. was good. That one, people were talking nicely about that. And then Shea, was that uh, last night? That was. Yeah. yeah they he, won. He won. They won, and he was the leading scorer. He's unbelievable. He's both, like one of the best players in the NBA. Both underdogs won last night. Hmm. Well, now it'll be for the final eight spot. Chicago travels to Miami on Friday, and Oklahoma City and Shea Gilgis-Alexander travel to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. And the Timberwolves are four-and-a-half-point favorites. You think you'd like the Thunder there, maybe money line. And then the Heat are five-and-a-half-point favorites, which you may just like the Bulls and the points, if I'm just talking out loud, at first glance. So no game tonight. That stinks. What are we going to watch? 
Survivor. No, we watched it last night. <laughs> In my night. case, I'm watching Survivor. We watched it last night. It was very good. Great episode. Can't believe I forgot. Big big twist, though. Big twist. Shoot. For the Survivor purists, they didn't like it. Oh, I'm sure they did. No. It was fun, though. Made for a fun episode. I like. I just like a good, uh, a good shakeup, and that's what they're kind of doing now. Have you all, Have you all listened to Jeff's probes? No, podcast? I keep Not I keep forgetting, yeah. but I'm pretty locked in on like my my radio flipping around from channels. I've got a nice little routine, and then I got my natural podcast that I listen to. So I don't know if I've got the time for it. You'll You'll appreciate because it. it's only they're like forty minutes. I need to I need to they're, make they're time pretty for quick. It. Yeah, yeah. Is it recapping episodes? Or no, is it just it, well, like so they they recap briefly and then jump off to like something about Survivor. Gotcha. So like how the art department. You just I think he said that. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't realize how many like what it takes to make these episodes. And they talk about uh, you know challenges or immunity idols that didn't work or you know stuff like that. Just some. Some little fun factoids. Fun, fun behind the scenes kind of stuff. Okay. Um, how, how how they try to make the game better, their line of thinking. Love and it. he also explained why the survivor auction went away, and it was because once challenges or advantages got introduced into it, people would just sit on their hands and wait for the advantages to come up and not spend it there. So why don't we go back to the auction without advantages? Yeah, yeah. Just food. food. Just do food. It's so much fun. Yeah. And beer. Uh, and, like, sometimes they would get the... Uh, and there'd be, like, rivalries. Little, would those little, like, uh, gross uh, balls that they would have to eat of just... Don't know if I remember the gross balls, Roush. Yeah, they were very... It would be, like, something from the Amazon <laughs> that was, like, a f- pig fetus or something. It was disgusting. I briefly remember that. That was fun. Survivor auction, good times. Yeah, you would just take the advantages out, easy solution there, and tell them, like, hey, this is for fun. If you choose wisely, you may get something cool. If not, you may not. But, like, the the, the big-picture gameplay, not on the table. Don't wait for something because, like, you're not – just give them a heads-up about it. Yeah. And then sometimes you would. You get people that wouldn't like each other that would just outbid each other, and it'd be like for a grilled cheese, (laughs) half of a grilled cheese, five hundred dollars. Yesterday was the PB and J reward. Oh, which they make those on Survivor. I know people don't care. We're gonna move past this, but they make those PB and Js look unbelievable. And I'm not even a PB and J guy, but they make them look thick. Oh, I I am like if you if you if I haven't had one in a hot minute, really hits the spot. It's also great go-to substitute whenever uh, Duke is just not about dinner. He'll he'll, he'll be about a PB and J. You know, yeah, I don't think we we I'm sure Lucy has, but not frequently for sure. Man, he's doing this thing now too, where it's like last night spaghetti. He loves spaghetti, but he just wasn't. I guess for whatever reason, he was only halfway into it last night. Well, then, Dad, I want an Easter candy. All right, well, you gotta eat some noodles first. So you go back, eat some more noodles. All right, you can have your Easter candy. 30 minutes later, Dad, I'm hungry. <laughs> we just ate. And then, well, so here's banana. Okay, all right, he's good. And then as our Bluey's finishing for the night, like that's like, all right, time to go upstairs, go to bed. Bedtime Bluey. Dad, I'm hungry. All right, piece he's a, of toast. Hey, he's a growing boy. Exactly. So I he's can't be too bad. Boy. And he ate a piece of toast, and then we went upstairs, and he was easy to put to bed. It was just like that. So I went to – but I'm just like, dude, you could have asked when we started watching the damn Bluey. <sighs> he wasn't hungry He then. wasn't hungry then, yeah. <sighs> Come on, Rouse. And then I ended up eating some of his Easter candy when he went to bed. So, <laughs> Which, by the way, Brooke, she 
wanted to get nostalgic and ordered. Uh, do you remember the different shaped sweet tarts for Easter? It would be like bunnies. I do. Yeah. Well, she was like, I haven't seen these forever. Got to get them. They're slightly different, but they're still good. They they used to be larger and real flat, mm-hmm. and now they're smaller but thicker. Oh. Yeah. So a little bit different texture, but still uh, still pretty good. Not too shabby. And there was my oh, I also ate some of it. yeah. That's going real well. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Wait, I mean, realistically, after Derby. Yeah. You're gonna get oh. chow wagon season going. All right, we're not doing trivia today, but one we'll do a practice. We'll do Thank one God. just to get your get your brain sharp. Get the wheels for, turning for, ne- that, for next week. That's, that's great. Get idea. a reminder of the game. Who wants to set the over under? I'll set it. I think you may have chose poorly. Damn it! But we'll see. Right, well, Ralph didn't speak how up many, quick enough. How many names are currently in the transfer portal? Holy smokes! Yeah, I picked wrong for. Uh, which was sport and and and, and for basketball. college basketball, college basketball for college basketball, and you got to remember, like this goes back to the start of the season. So people that left like middle of the year right. are technically in the portal or could still be in the portal, and a lot of them are. So oh, how many names man. currently are in the transfer portal? I'm gonna go sixteen fifty. Man, that actually was a good number. Sixteen fifty is your over under. That's a good number. Um, You can't I'm, look it up, Ralph. I'm not looking it up. I know <laughs> it was at least like I saw recently an update that it was a uh, thousand ninety nine had entered since the end of the season, but I don't know if there was some sprinkled in there. But I, I am going to say under. I think he's just a little on the high side. One thousand three hundred and ninety one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Now maybe you also saw the Travis Branham tweet. Not from this morning. No. The Oh, how'd it, you know it was this morning? I'm assuming you're reading it. <laughs> Because he saw it. <laughs> not, the, not the one from three minutes ago saying there have been 1,391 names into the transfer portal dating back to the first game of the college basketball season. 41 of those have since withdrawn, while only 261 of those have made a commitment. Whoa. That is pretty wild. So, you know, expect about 900 commitments. And have you read the articles or, like, you know, the tweets about the just how some, some players just end up not playing sport anymore? Like, they just get in the transfer portal, don't really like their options, I mean, not a good fit, maybe there's no options, they've already left, and then it's just kind of over for them. I mean, I if you go through some of the guys over the years for UK that have done that, I don't, you know, I don't want to track them down, but... To like say, hey, are you still playing football or not? But I don't think Tay Tay Crims is going to be going anywhere to play football. You know, like mm-hmm. I, Michael Horton did that. He went and became a rapper. You know, like a lot of these. Oh, is he still rapping? I, I, that I don't know. But a lot of these guys. I mean, you, while it might seem ludicrous from the outside looking in, a lot of these guys are just tired of doing the grind of being a college athlete. To go, you know. Oh yeah, you know you just I I know people who like it like hell. I, when I got done with high school sports, I didn't go like I probably played some intramurals and maybe went to the gym to play basketball every once in a while. But I was just over it. Like you know you you do this your whole life. Some people are just like I I'm back. So I get it. Um, although I hope most of those guys, because for a lot of them this is their chance at free school. 
So I hope that some of them at least took advantage of that. But that is definitely a a problem, particularly in football, just because there's you know it's just a, so many more numbers, right? It's yeah. more likely to happen. So I was talking to my neighbor, who's very friendly and I like, but he went to UK. He's like, "Hey, when you were at UK, did you ever go to the Johnson Center?" I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, the JC. Yeah, I was like, come on. I was like, I, I did, uh, frequently. Uh, like everybody, yeah, yeah everybody, yeah. Every, everybody went there. Um, ooh, fun update. Uh, not at the Johnson Center, but one of my buddies was just playing pickup with Lynn Bowden and Benny Snell the other day. Whoa, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I bet they'd be pretty good. Yeah, he said Lynn's awesome. Benny's just a football player, but Lynn. People forget Lynn was an Ohio All Star. He was he was very good at basketball, um, and so. Uh, uh, the may, maybe might be seeing Lynn if he's not with the Patriots practice squad. Maybe Tomlin might be kicking those oh. tires. So something to consider. All right, let's get back to the Thornton's text line. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the number. Uh, one texture says other countries have mental illness, not more, not less. The only difference is availability of guns. Uh, I would say that a lot of those other countries too, they're like in, in some aspects. Uh, a lot of them invest a lot more in mental illness as well. Um, That's true. Like, uh, especially in those, like, Nordic countries. So, something to I consider. also think our media is different, and I think that matters, but yeah. then you get into some crazy conspiracy theories. But, um, yeah, we're, but I mean, guns play a role. There's no doubt yeah, about that. Yeah, for no sure. Doubt about it. For a school that's had a great women's basketball program the last 15 years, it feels like we're getting left in the dust during the most crucial period of growth in the sport. Fairly I mean, certain that was for the Rutherford had show. Had to be Rutherford. But we're take, I, I wanted to take it because, hey, we are left in the dust. Yep. <laughs> like, it, and that's so true. Think of, like, if, if any – if a place could embrace women's nil, it, I would think it could be U.K. as much as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Just win. And also, you think about that volleyball team. If it just happens a couple of years later, uh, you would think maybe financially a lot of those people would have hung around. And there's several yeah, that ended up going elsewhere. They're still doing well in the, in the volleyball part. I they're think right they, about volleyball. I'm not I, it, not to lump them in, but it, in softball, they're doing great too. For for like Kentucky, really just got unfortunate that I mean they had their guy Matthew Mitchell, and then he has a severe accident, mm-hmm. and it like a very kind of freak thing. And it makes him be like, okay, I need to – I've made plenty of money. I'm going to spend time with my family. And to be fair, and we're glad that, that – that, didn't he, doesn't he want to get back into coaching? Isn't he maybe I think getting he's, back into coaching? I think coaching? he's doing uh, – well, his name's been up for jobs, but I think he's actually just doing a little ESPN work. Okay, well, that's exciting. It, it uh, seems like he's getting healthy or is healthy and doing doing good stuff. He also, seems like a great guy. But there's, there's also kind of a ceiling there when he was there. And, and, and here's the thing, too. Well um, – and they would always argue too that this, you know, he had the whole like kind of Rick Pitino, like they can't call every foul thing. And then they, they like one year the refs had like they took a stance against that and it kind of slowed their role. Yeah, they because them close. and South Carolina were neck and neck, and then South Carolina got you know got For a couple sure. more big girls went over the top. Um, but I mean, that was usually his issue, not the, being able to get good the, enough big girls. I well, I agree with the sentiment though that it is going to reach another height or whatever like but it kind of was at a really good spot you know 10 years ago too i don't think this is just you're just going to see more of it because these girls are these women are i shouldn't say girls but these women are becoming social media stars as well 
Speaking of big girls, if you all have the means, go ahead and bet on the Indiana Fever to win the WNBA championship. Oh, boy. They got Aaliyah Boston and Grace Berger. That's dirty. They were the number, I mean, yeah, but. I'm telling you, Aaliyah Boston and Grace Berger are going to be I mean, nasty together. But, but, Scoots, here's the thing. Uh, they had two top ten draft picks because they were the worst team. Yeah, but that's so you're going to bet on them to win it all. That changes next against year against a bunch of thirty year olds, who yeah. uh, some grown ass women. I'm a bet on them. Shout out to Grace Berger though, Sacred Heart product, getting it done. Eighth shout overall out. pick. Shout out. She was drafted by Lynn Dunn too, the uh, former UK assistant. Funny how that works out. Yeah, uh, but UK women's basketball also spends the most money in recruiting. It's unacceptable just how mediocre the program's been. Yeah. Under under multiple coaches, even yeah. if we do like them. Hey, Scoots, who do you like in the RBC Heritage? Uh, John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> Who's the third? Uh, I'm not betting a third this week. I, I debated Whoa. it. So Rory, Rory dropped out, so I was debating putting a third on the line. Nah, but I'd throw in JT, why don't you? I'd, he is, he's got some nice juice, 2,500. He's, he's hungry to make up for he's that been, disaster. He has not been playing good golf, though. This is where he locks it in. And by the way, how do you feel about the winner of this getting more than the winner of the Masters? Really? For sure. That's crazy. I think it's by like an extra 100,000 or something. Hmm. No thoughts. No, I mean it's a big tournament, but it's not the Masters, so that's people are crazy. like worked up about it. I'm not worked up about it. They they get plenty of money. I also just like who can you win the Masters? It's the Masters. I, I mean, I don't think you're doing necessarily for the price tag. Granted, you would think the price tag maybe would be a little bit bigger, but there's there's races that pay more than the Kentucky Derby. I mean, you oh, could, yeah. it's still the Kentucky Derby, right? Right. There's a yeah. Only uh, one person, yeah. So yeah. You, well, you could sell you could sell that green jacket for more than a hundred thousand to make up for it if you really care that much, you know. Same thing with the Kentucky Derby. You could sell your roses for a whole lot more than the difference of other races if you want. So the green jacket you get to keep for a year, and then it has to stay at the clubhouse. I'm pretty sure. Correct. Yeah. I would just be more pumped up about getting the trophy. It's a replica, but that trophy's sweet. Mm-hmm. A little like. Silver-looking thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and uh, they think that's the first concrete structure in the South ever. Their clubhouse? No, the trophy. Oh. Yes, the clubhouse. The I don't think the trophy's concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. It's not like the MAC championship or something. But the the prestige of it, like to your point, like the prestige yeah, I don't of think it it's matters about, more. I think the money is like, and and the money follows you from endorsements. It's you know like mm-hmm. that. That's where it, where and you it, get to play in it forever. Yeah, exactly. So you're in. Um, I mean, like Steve Asmussen has won so much money, but he hasn't won the Derby. He's the winningest North American trainer ever. Probably never going to get caught because <laughs> he's been doing it for so long, for so well. Will he ever win the Derby? I mean, he should have won it last year. Stupid horse wrist strike. Messed it up. <laughs> God, bastard. Uh, and I don't think Asmussen has a, a solid contender this year either. So it might have been his best shot. I couldn't name a Derby horse. Uh, you want me to tell you the six Forte. that can win it? Uh, if you want to do These it. are the only Quick. five to six horses that can win it. Um, I'm going to write about it on KSR, but something, it's called the final fractions theory. It's less relevant now, but basically using times on fir- on how they start and how they finish, these are the horses, if they hit a certain parameter, they always win the derby. They have to run this fast to be fast enough to win the derby. Forte, Florida Derby winner. He's going to be your morning on favorite. Practical move won the Santa Anita Derby. 
I'm probably throwing that horse out. It didn't look like it had enough steam to go a mile in a corner in the Santa Anita Derby. Sounds practical. Uh, Angel of Empire won the Arkansas Derby. Had a and one back to back. I think that's a that's an old Brad Cox. Uh, Tapatrice uh, won at Keeneland, and then we have two long shots, two Phils who won uh, at Turfway Park, which uh, in the Jeff Ruby Stakes, which that was the race that Rich Strike came in either second or third before running uh, in the Derby last year. That horse is it was like a constant board hitter, and then it hit kind of lower in class and. Uh, Won a race, but that make him in your exotics. And then Ward Miles. Ward Miles was the fifty-nine to one winner of the Wood Memorial. I'm not going to win bet it because I don't think a horse has won the Wood Memorial. Uh, a Wood Memorial winner has won the Derby in like 25 years or something like that. But uh, something to keep an eye on because those those last two that I just mentioned will be a huge price on the first Saturday in May. I'm throwing out two fills. We only got room for one. I like two fills though. He's gonna be he's gonna be twenty two, to one. Two fills just seems like overkill. Oh, I I thought you were just saying that abbreviating two fillies. No, two fills. Okay, I've gotten it written down. I was like, well, who's the second fill? <laughs> <laughs> fill one and fill two. Real who's on first moment. All right, there you go, Roush. There's your six winners. I think you can throw out those bottom three too. So really, it's just gonna be Forte, Practical Move, or Angel of Empire. Yep. Oh Maybe no, you got a trice. You got a bad tap a trice. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty horse. I get a lot of money. The Keeneland, the Keeneland horse never wins. We know that. Uh, Except for maybe like once. Came in second and second last year, third or fourth all the year before. They've yeah, been up there. They've been better. The fields are getting better there. By the way, Demolition Duke. Oh, I said it already once. Say it again. Come on, demolition, dude. Come on. Since Scoots reenacts TV shows with his roommate, I wonder what happens when they <laughs> watch Sex in the City. Two things. I've never seen that show. Um, second thing, what TV show did I reenact? I reenacted a sports play. Live PD. You all, but you do the, yeah, you do the live, the live PD. I just do that. My, my roommate doesn't do that. No, don't don't make him said, a... You said he was doing the finger thing. Don't make him a weirdo, too. I'm the weirdo here. I mean, he does live with you, so... Yeah, it's got to be kind of a certain level of weird. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Joe from Nicholasville. Ooh, that's a new one. I know I'm a day late, but hold on. Scooch said the female bartender at the reception he officiated was giving him a double glass compared to everyone else. Did she just want to see him drunk or was hoping to get him tipsy and take him home? Or did I just hear that See, Scooch, I think you're just bad at reading situations. You said you'd have a family if you were six feet tall. I think you just need to have a little more self-awareness. Yeah, you invite Thornton's girl over and then you... Act like you just want to be friends. So I really think in this situation, it was a combination of the both. I think just her being the bartender, seeing the officiant drunk was maybe give her a chuckle. But then at the same time, I think, yeah, maybe she did want to bring me home. But she was, she was old, like old. Oh, well, you've, old. Hell, you've, you've got a 30 year range. Nah, she, was got- above, she was above my 30 year range. I'm pretty Scoots. sure. <laughs> South End Josh here. It's absolutely repulsive, the laziness. Cal is approaching the transfer portal and Mbako situation. Going to be more of the same crap next season, I'm afraid. Hashtag fire Cal. South End Josh, we think Kentucky's team is, like, potentially completed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That being said, I would love – I agree that he should go after Mbako. I think regardless of – Feelings. I mean, but the thing is, if you'd only be fighting, the only person you potentially would be scaring there would be Oscar. 
That being said, he if he goes to L, that is the type of talent people thought Kenny Payne was going to get in there that he had not, but also still a little ways away from being a good team. And also they have no idea if Kenny Payne can coach because you certainly didn't see it necessarily when you only win four games in a season. Scoots using four mulligans each round tells me all I need to know. There's no question he's the type of golfer who picks his ball up 30 feet from the hole and says it's good. You know, instead of everybody pooping on my golf game, how about some people come join me out on the course, huh? Oh. I don't use four mulligans around. I use my breakfast ball off the first tee if need be, and I use one mulligan per nine. If you think I'm a bad golfer, come out and join me. You'll you'll think otherwise. My brother wants to play with you. I yeah, want to play with your brother. You've been dodging him. You've been dodging Johnny. No, I, wanna, even I do want to play with Johnny, but i got to wait. I've probably got about another month. My brother is a good putter. I will give him that. He is a good putter. How in the world does Mark Stoops make contact with the golf ball? That swing is one of the most unique swings I've ever seen. It's it's impressive. But he hits it well. Yeah. Very well. I'd be pretty shocked if we didn't add at least one transfer. We'd be adding a shooter, too, if CJ's leaving. Potentially a depth guy that you just know is going to be okay. Hey, we've got these other guards. We've got these other... Players on the wing, there's only only so many shots to go around. But hey, we want you. You got three years of eligibility left. Hang around. Then potentially you could do that. You're, you're going to have some scholarships. You may as well use them. Not that Cal usually does, but where are we leaning on CJ? People forget that CJ is even. <laughs> when I say people, I mean this people. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh... Totally forgot. That. I still just think it's wild that he would voluntarily but, hang it up. But then again, easier said than done. For me, I like I, I kind of went back to it earlier. Talking about guys entering the portal not playing, I could understand the fatigue. But also, I mean, he's only been at Kentucky for two years. It's not like he's been five years in Lexington and he's just like, I got to get out of here. Like I'm just that's true, you know. So I would think he would want to run it back one more time, but. You know, he's not using that jersey to go chasing women. He's got his gal. That's true. So, who knows? We'll see. The guy bought a gun a week ago, another mass shooting this year. Maybe Uvalde was with a weapon that was bought the day before. At very least, we need much stronger background checks and longer waiting periods. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine by me. People all over the world have mental health issues, and it might be worse in the U.S. I don't know. The only thing they don't have in other places is access to guns that we have here. Totally understand all your points. It's just you can't snap your fingers and magically make the, the guns go away. I had a – you know how uh, we talked – yesterday our big thing was like, you know, just having nice conversations with people. One of my friends from college who's on the complete opposite side of things with me, we had one of those conversations. And I was very much like, you know, I because I, I'm, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable of, the, of it all, like uh-huh. the, especially when it comes to guns because I've just, I'm just not. And uh, eventually we got down to it, and it's like, it's like this is why you know TJ was kind of right because we both agreed that it's just a load of crap that people aren't in power, aren't trying at least trying to do something because there's a lot of things wrong, and they aren't even trying to do a little. And so it was, it was, it was nice. It was a nice conversation. Yeah, we I think it. more people can find common ground on all this stuff than that, strongly it, disagree. Right, right. Well, you, you start kind of apart, but then you work your way mm-hmm. back towards the middle. And I, I felt good about it. Felt and people just, it. everybody just wants it to stop. Like, I, that's one thing I think everybody can agree with. They yeah. want it to stop. It's just, I think some people are unrealistic. Some people are maybe just too unwilling to, to try different things as well. And, you know, we, I, I think smart people will pretend they don't have all the answers. 
we should be all over that Tennessee guy, Olivier Nakuma. He'd bring a physicality that looks like next year's team will desperately need and as close to a sure thing as you'll be able to find at the sport, at the four spot. After looking into it a bit more, I take it back. Not sure he'd be a great fit for us there at the four spot right now. Navigating the portal is hard. I was never really crazy about that guy. He never really registered on my radar, unlike some other fellas have so far. By the way, the crier Baylor kid is going to Houston, so he'll stay in the Big 12. People forget Houston will be in the Big 12. People do forget that. But he's a player I like, but it probably wasn't very realistic, assuming Reeves is back, and UK didn't even really reach out to him. And then who was the other name that UK recently, it seemed like UK was in on? The uh, Harrison Ingram. He is doing, like, Zoom visits or something, and UK not listed He's mm-hmm. visiting Kansas, UK not listed, so take that for what it's worth. I don't know if it was just a brief, hey, are you interested? I don't know, but it doesn't seem like that progressed at all. Hunter Dickinson is uh, originally from the DMV. He's going back home visiting Georgetown in Maryland. Probably yep. one of those. And with UK's front court situation, just doesn't seem like that's going to happen. I do think he's a great player wherever he goes. Hopefully he'll go to a place and not be – Overly great where there'll be a threat to UK's national championship aspirations. Hey, fellas. Brad from Bellbrook here. Oh, hey, Brad. Hey, Brad. Uh, Dillingham sure looks like the real deal, and Sauce Reeves better take my marketing advice from a few months ago and get the quesadilla meal ready. I just want a quesadilla mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. in my mouth at one of their two locations, but they don't open until, what, 1030? I think 11. You've you've been waiting in that parking lot before. I, I certainly have. I've been counting the counting the clock. That's when you know that the chips are wildly addictive. Mm-hmm. Their salsas are fresh, tasty, spicy, all of the above. Salseritas, it's simply the best. You gotta try them out. Seriously, they got two locations. Just download the app before you go. It's very simple. They'll hook you up with more, and they they'll hook you up with catering too. Whether you're visiting Middletown uh, on Shelby River Road, sitting outside. Patio and St. Matthews and Hubbard's Online. Salsaritas, it's simply the best. Thanks for that tea at Brad from Belberg. Also, some Marco like nil deals because let me present you Salsaritas with my idea of Mbaco Taco. <laughs> <laughs> Want an Yenso back? How about a six pound burrito challenge called You Gonna Finish That? Think Aaron Bradshaw should join the fun? Get Salsaritas to make a coleslaw called Bradshaw's Radsaw. <laughs> DJ feeling re- left out? Reading the kids' menu to Dewan and only junior menu. <laughs> Amazes me that no big company has offered me a marketing job. And before you ask, yes, this idea came from some wacky Wednesday supply that made me think Sunday was Thanksgiving and not Easter. <laughs> I was going to ask that, Brad. That's great. Oh, man. I love the Bradshaw's Rad Sloth. <laughs> <laughs> Put in your fish taco. That's good stuff, Brad. That is a fun text that this Thornton's text line needed. Well done, buddy. I wish, but if, if you are in town, you let me know. Man. We'll get you some salsa readers. <laughs> that that maybe, was well worth it. Maybe we take a break. And yeah. Get our yeah, giggles out. Yeah, yeah. All right, one final segment. Kentucky Roll Call coming up next. Big X Sports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Cade.
Rolling down a backwoods Tennessee byway. Welcome back. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. We've got more text to read, but first, ShadyRays.com. Polarized sunglasses at an affordable price. And each and every time you buy, you're helping feed hungry folks in America. And it's uh, they're an American-owned and independent company founded in the great Commonwealth of Kentucky. And they've got sunglasses for every occasion. I've been wearing my blue light glasses when I've been at the office. Those have been nice. I can only imagine the great health benefits I've been I've been I've been doing. But they've got everything, men's, women's, kids, blue lights, snow goggles. And buy with confidence, 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can always do the replacement promise, lost, broken, or stolen, or you just want your order back to you, small processing fee, and they'll send it right on back. Ooh. ShadyRays.com. Got some new Shady Rays for Derby. Very excited. Are they, like, fancy? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, you got you to gotta show out, you know? You're gonna have when you're gonna Derby be you're attire gonna have, came in yesterday. I'm I'm fired up. You're gonna be getting filmed. Are you gonna feel like a celebrity? Um, uh, probably not. No. The only time I ever feel like a celebrity is with if, if I'm walking around a tailgate lot with one of my friends, and they're like, "Why do people know you?" <laughs> That's funny. It's always funny. Yeah, but if you have a camera crew going around in the infield, you know, a bunch of drunk people are gonna be like, "Why?" Can't wait. Yeah. Intern Jacob said he felt like a celebrity at the golf scramble. <laughs> Intern Jacob, I don't he didn't strike me as a derby guy. Intern Jacob. <laughs> the 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 late night excuses for why he can't come in. <laughs> the empty promises for just I'll I'll come in I'll come in, in two days. Unbelievable. The thing is, is like I totally get it, but just don't say that you like you don't have to lie to us. And like, I, you, you can lie to us; it makes for a fun radio bit. So it's a great we, bit. We definitely like, don't mind, but it is just funny. Intern Jacob, <laughs> and he doesn't even listen to the show. You know, <laughs> on top of all I, of it, I said that last time he was in here. I just how wild it is that he doesn't listen. Like if I interned for a radio show for a summer. I'd probably listen to that radio it's show every it's day. It's just an easy pocket. I can exactly. get not waking up early. But well, maybe it just speaks to the content, unfortunately. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> what do we got to do to get our intern to listen? We're missing the sleepy teenager demographic. Well, I guess he's not a teenager. You know who we do get the demographic for, though? Who's that? Kirby. Yeah. He texted in the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. There is no achievement in sports I'd want as a mid-30s male more than a hole-in-one, TJ. You're saying anything else is pure content creation? Question. A buddy named Lyle, who... Tinked the cup on number seven at the vet during COVID and counts it as a hole-in-one. We allow the score, but no shot he can claim that, right? Uh, Those are the difficult questions, Kirby, and I think just at the end of the day, those people have to decide for themselves, but unfortunately they will always have a dark cloud of skepticism. People are going to be skeptical about the whole thing, whether you count it or not, and it just stinks for them. So let them choose what they want to choose, but just know that there's always going to be that asterisk next. I year. mean, I hope he. I probably wouldn't get the ball framed or you know do that. I don't think thing. I would yeah. either, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's what I. That's what you would say. You'd say it like you'd have to do it kind of like lighthearted. Like I do have a hole in one. Unfortunately, it was a COVID hole in one, but it was a good shot. I could have gone in if it mm-hmm. wasn't for the stupid pool noodle, <laughs> or. 
what was the other situation we had? Or the part the part three hole in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hit a hole in one. It was part three course, but it was still you know it was a buck twenty five. It was a nice shot. But yeah, I don't think you can frame those ball. I don't think you can. I don't think you can frame the ball. Uh, football questions for you guys. Is there anywhere I can watch different angles of UK games like the All-22 or Wideside? I don't think so. That's unfortunate. Um, only like ESPN people have access to that. ESPN people and people on the coaching staff. Uh, two, I'm watching the last two seasons focusing on the O-line. Are we actually set up for the outside zone with the personnel? The thing is, is getting Cox, Marcus Cox from Northern Illinois. He is, and um, the other one, Eli, he's more of a downhill inside zone road grader. Um, but if you can find somebody at right tackle, then really, like, there's only one kind of loophole there. Jagger Burton built for it. Kenneth Horsey moves well enough for it, so I think so. Uh, but watching film work guys at UK seem to always block better during the inside power and trap plays. Basically a hat-on-hat type. We struggle mightily with combo block and the outside scheme. What do you guys think moving forward, Cohen, will continue it or move back towards powers, traps, etc.? That was for Mook. Yeah, I, Mook, I, I really do. I think... If they can find a, a portal tackle, then I, I think they can make it work with four guys who are built for it, uh, for that outside zone. And then it comes down to kind of seeing what they recruit, right? Like what is – because the the one, the big McCroy kid, he from Alabama, he does not look like an outside zone guy. So I – but he's so good, it's like you kind of got to take him. He debuted at 57 in the ESPN uh, 300 rankings recently. So – um, we'll kind of see, but you're right. A lot of it, it does need to be dictated by the personnel. And that's why during Cohen's first year, he was going to be outside zone, outside zone. And they're like, wait, we've got these road graders. What am I doing? Let's just stick with inside zone. So he'll be, uh, he'll kind of go wherever they, 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 they need him to. There's a good detailed answer, Mook. I can't tell you how frustrated it makes me that we can't admit that we have gun and mental health problem. It's clearly both. I don't think that's debatable. Also, someone's AR-15 is not going to help them fight government tyranny when the government has drones and javelin missiles. Maybe disagree with that second with your second point, but it 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 doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. TJ agree there's a huge mental health issue in America, but would be a big deal if regular citizens couldn't purchase high-powered automatic guns as well. I'm not talking about basic handguns to protect yourself or hunting rifles, high-powered guns that destroy humans in large quantities quickly. The shooter legally purchased the gun last week. Wouldn't doing both things be good to try? There's absolutely absolutely zero reason a regular citizen needs a weapon of war. The Founding Fathers didn't think Joe down the street would be able to own a rocket launcher if he wants with the Second Amendment. I'm I'm down I'm down to try. I'm down to try. I like to hear ideas and let's try to look at other cities that have implemented certain laws and let's see let's see the data for what works, what doesn't work, and I'm totally down for that. Man, having a rocket launcher to shoot one time would be fun. I think you can do that. Would love to. Thinking like Vegas, you can there's certain places you can pay to do that. Hey guys, Trey here. Tomorrow's my mom's birthday, the 13th. Can you all give her a shout out? And no, Scooch, she's not single, lol. Damn it. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Trey's mom. Hey, Trevor, any idea how quickly how quickly you get those golf cards once you order them? Pretty soon, I think. Like Trevor would know that. I don't think you wait long for them. 
Fellas, good morning. I've wanted to text in a couple days, but didn't want to come off as insensitive. I want to start off by saying I not only respect you men as your viewpoints as well, whether I agree with them or not. I know you all aren't gun guys, but I am, Roush. I know you said that you don't know why you need ARs, like TJ said, for tyrannical government and TBH. We're long overdue for a revolution, and unfortunately, that's the real way we're ever going to see change. It's corrupt from the lawmakers to the feds, the ATF, NSA, and FBI. Going back to guns, I'm all for getting more intensive background check. Not going to affect me Either way, I understand the mag limit from a safety perspective, but don't like the government telling me I need to wear a seatbelt, much less how many rounds my AR, my, AR, my AR can hold. I'm not sure if you all saw Illinois pass a ban on ARs earlier this year, and it didn't last long. Multiple police stations weren't enforcing it, and it ended up getting shot down by the Supreme Court, if I remember correctly. My two cents is buy a pistol, take a couple of classes at a gun range store, get comfortable with your weapon. There's not a lot of times I don't carry to have it in my glove box. If you all have questions, I'd be more than happy to assist in any way. We live in a messed up world, and the older I get, I realize how it is. More, I want to move to Alaska and just completely unplug. Sorry for the long text, and if I jumped around, but I wanted to touch on one couple thing and heard over the last couple days, Levi. Sorry, I probably butchered a little bit of that. Um, it was a long one, and hey, you're you're free to you're free to vent, buddy. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing too, in terms of the trying aspect. Uh, more, more police officers, more people around that can try to stop a situation like this. You know, we talk about it in the school school situation, but, like, I don't know why we're not just going overboard, over the top with this stuff. Have a cop at every single school, if not multiple. Um, if you want to do the metal detector thing, then do it. Then then implement it. Why aren't we going above and beyond to do that? I, I don't – that's what I don't – like, everything. It's not just, like, laws restricting guns and more mental health – help and media and all that stuff but why not try it in all different areas and i think everybody uh, you know people can disagree but i I think text line shows people can be respectful about it by the way me and levi are going to come up with an app a dating app for tall girls that like short guys oh (laughs) because levi levi's a little guy he's he's probably five eight at the at the tallest his wife is six foot two so we've discussed starting an app for tall girls that like shortcuts. It's got to already exist, I would think. Point me in the direction. I, I, but that being said, get on it. If it doesn't, you guys could be rich. Yep. Remember me when you're rich and famous, Scoots. <laughs> <laughs> of all the goofy stuff that happened this season, could someone explain to me how Kentucky lost to South Carolina this year? There has to be a good behind-the-scenes story. They didn't have Casey Wallace and Jacob Toppin. I don't, yes. I just, and they were just a pretty – inconsistent team all season and at times very very bad and those two guys were kind of your four guys right Uh where they gave you and let's not act like south carolina just didn't hit the most ridiculous amount of threes that was wild every time uk would like get right there take the lead or get to the lead or get close within the lead they just hit a 26 footer i'm not exaggerating they were just throwing up prayers who was it michi johnson let's not act like south carolina didn't shoot out of their gourds but it was what I mean, it's a bad loss. It was a horrible loss. Did Devin Leary play golf with the squad? How, if so, how did he look? Uh, did not play. in the scramble. It's, no, they, it's an it alumni was, scramble. It was former. Yeah, um, they've had some of the like they had some current guys out there in the past. But yeah, no, it was it was just former players. Uh, Roush, any inside scoop on freshman Anthony Brown? Has he made impressions during spring ball? I feel like he would be a stud in the coming years. A receiving core seems to be absolutely loaded. Um, I, I don't – like, I've only heard good things. I, I don't know the best way to to package that other than um, I'm 
yesterday, Mark Stoops wrapped up spring practice, uh, had the best news, which is no significant major injuries, relatively drama-free. That's what you want. Um, he said to Kel Crowdis is a guy that really stepped up, became more consistent, really took that uh, the, the time to get right on a daily basis. Um, he's on a slot, but Anthony uh, Brown is. And I... I don't. I just don't know how much he, like, how much of a role he can carve out in year one. But they really liked what he's done. He's done so far. He, he's 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 lived up to what was advertised. Um, but he's a little guy in a, in a very crowded room with a fourth year veteran ahead of him at slot receiver. So I just I don't know how much I can expect him to actually play this fall. Kirby says, Jaden McDaniels, LOL. Wasn't that the guy that Winion DM'd to tell not to come to Kentucky? Winion, what an interesting career he had at oh, UK. Man, I that, about that, that. People do forget about that. Yeah, that was him. Winion, I, I don't know if he loves the University of Kentucky or maybe loved his time at UK. I'm not 100% sure about either one, but weird. That was weird. And that was Jaden McDaniels, if I remember correctly. It was, yeah. Jaden McDaniels, Cal really wanted that guy. He, not for a lack of trying, he flew out there a ton, and those are not easy flights. But ultimately, just didn't really like the spotlight, and now he's punching the sand. Roush, who was the best golfer on the team? Uh, yeah, all it, it, there for a while was John Young. Will Levis is pretty good, uh, but Young's in the portal. Levis is gone. I don't know who the best, best golfer on the team is now. They haven't had a whole lot of free time to golf as of late. I saw the new field turf look nice. Yeah. Coming in, they're ripping up the one in the nutter, too. Although now, like, the blue seats are kind of faded. It's just they're never going to get it where it's all all new at the same yeah. time, and that's okay. Yeah, that's how it works. At least the seats won't be pink. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Is the sad foul, I would have just embraced it. Been like, yeah, we've got the pink stadium, mm-hmm. and we're saving a fortune. <laughs> Until we get naming rights. Oh, yeah. well, they got him now. People forget LNN Stadium. People do forget. Is the staff going to roll the dice with Chance Porras or kicker? They even try. Did they try looking for a kicker in the portal, buddy? I got some good news for you. Portal's opening Saturday, so they could find a kicker. Cats can't be holding their breath every PAT this year. Have to be much stronger in that area. Man, people, yeah. people forget about all the missed PATs. And see, the thing is, is uh, the times that it's been asked about. The kicking operation, I've heard good things, but then, you know, Stoops said yesterday he didn't exactly give the chance poor stamp of approval and say, like, he's doing the right things and he's moving in the right direction. So, um, just, you know, have some days of inconsistency. So, I, I think that's up for, up for grabs. That could happen. When it opens, uh, transfer portal opens uh, Saturday, April 15th. Also saying the guns just don't wake up and do it themselves. Does this happen in other countries as much, TJ? No, and they have mental health issues too. No, it's not the guns themselves, but the accessibility to guns, like Nick said, is a huge issue. The mentally unstable person being able to go buy a high-powered automatic gun today so easily to shoot up a place tomorrow is a huge issue. This shooter had a master's in finance, worked as a banker, had no violent past. It's spreading to more people that make these decisions, and guns accessibility has to change as well. I uh, don't disagree with, with most of, of what you said. John here. Good morning, everyone. By gosh, love the news about you. Gonna coming back. Also, sorry about the text yesterday. As soon as I sent it in, you all went to break and came back talking <laughs> about what I texted in. Anyway, 
man, that lottery is getting high again. It would be awesome to win. Hey, have you guys thought about allowing the Texers to get involved in buying tickets with you all? You could use Venmo or PayPal, and if the Texers wanted to throw in cash to buy the ticket, then you could mark it down and split it evenly, just like the big factories do. Well, got to go talk to you later. So here's the thing, John. We have five people in our lottery group, and uh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting more people involved would just—it's only a nightmare for a couple different people. Yeah, so, and then you know, you some get, of us have an understanding. You get lost in the sauce on. a little bit, like it's been, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, we haven't gotten a text about a lottery ticket in a while. And then you know it's Trevor's week. <laughs> yeah, or you might. I had uh, yesterday when I made my stop into Thorns. I was like, wait, did Justin send that in before two? Was there was that last week? Is it my turn? And uh, it, it was not my turn yet, but I'll be I'll be ready for that. May my my billboard that tells me they took down the Powerball portion of the billboard on uh, sixty five. Oh, now you got to ask when so you're at the counter. Yeah, yeah like they I, still have it at sixty four and seventy one. They, they so. still have the Mega Millions, what it says, but not the Powerball side. Mm. So I don't know if the light bulb went out. I don't know if they're getting a Derby billboard uh, put up. I don't, I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, I bought the wrong one on Monday. My bad, guys. Yeah, I was gonna. Say something. I said, you know, I'm going to give Scoots a break. Last last I looked, Powerball was higher. So I got Mega for tomorrow. We're I gonna, saw that. We're going to win it. And nobody's won Mega, so no harm, no foul. Well, although I guess we could have won it on Tuesday. So, Well, let's just win it tomorrow. That's fine. More money. Got to break the kids in early and teach them about the dad tax with candy. Is it the same as the troll toll? The cheese tax. Cheese tax. Oh, cheese tax. Oh, gotcha. South End Josh knows more about basketball than Coach Cal. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good Thornton's text line back and forth. Breakfast ball rule. If you don't use it off the first, you allow it to roll over to the next hole. Also, lunch ball on the 10th hole? Absolutely not. If you don't use it on the first hole, that's called a mulligan if you use another shot. If one person uses the breakfast ball, then you feel free to use a mulligan whenever you want. They used a mulligan. You're allowed to use a mulligan, just not on the greens. And no lunch ball on the 10th. Besides Salsaritas, of course, what would you all say your favorite restaurants on the city? All the advertisers. Yeah. (laughs) And exclusively the advertisers. Specifically roosters. Mm. If we can keep them up. (laughs) You can. uh, Why is getting Cox the key? Because Marcus Cox very good. Left tackle. Very good. I'd love to about shooting a rocket launcher and happy birthday, Trey's moms, our comments of the day. Well done, Justin. That's not, those aren't that great. Yeah, good job, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. we've had better comments today. I don't know. You're pretty great at giving comments. <laughs> Do we not have any basketball tonight? No None. basketball tonight. Baseball. Just Strap baseball. in for some baseball. What's your know. baseball lock of the day, Scoots? Uh, I haven't looked too much yet. Although I have been really hot on the, so I mentioned yesterday I went eight of nine on a player hit parlay, and then the last night I went eight of nine on a player hit parlay. So Roush brought it up earlier. Maybe I should just do eight legs today. Maybe that it's, is a pretty high success rate. It's it's fun though. Just go to go to every game, pick one player to get a hit from that game, move on to the next game. It's I good time. Have some. Uh, it's not bad. Only two more weeks till the NFL draft kicks off. I'm on the Cincinnati Reds today. Ooh, that's the that bad call. Get off. Nope. Hop off, hop off. They're ready to roll. Wait, are we still playing the Braves? No, they've got the Phillies. Ooh, yeah, definitely hop off. Get out of here. they got the Phillies coming to town. Mm, Reds have been struggling. They have hot dog night? <laughs> it's very funny to watch Philly fans just watching hot dogs at each other. By the way, did you all see the freeze got beat already this season? Already? Yeah, already. No way. First race of the year, he got beat. I did not. What a loser. Yeah. 
They gotta get a new freeze then. <laughs> what a doofus. Is it is it always been the same freeze? I don't know. I think they probably rotate every year. Isn't he like completely covered up though? He is. Yeah. Imagine you first first because it's probably a new freeze they're breaking in. Imagine getting beat in the first game. I would imagine they have a new one every year. That'd be pretty cool to beat the freeze though. Yeah. Could you all beat the freeze? Probably not. There's no shot I could. I would be. I'd be pretty surprised. All right, that's our show. We've got nothing to predict for tonight. It's weird. It is weird. Know. But hop on the Reds. I uh, think the, the Red Sox are Do not hop on the Reds. Lose to the Rays. I think the Red Sox are only playing the Rays this season. <laughs> That's a bad team to play. They're 11-0 <laughs> okay, we, we, now. We've, we've only lost. Been nothing but taking big, big fat L's. So. Hey, by the way, we have not seen a start like this in the MLB in our lifetime. How about that? How so? Wow. 18, or 1987, the Brewers started 13-0. and This is the second best start since then. So, how many more games do they need to get to thirteen and zero? Two. They're eleven and zero now. A friend of mine who's a Reds fan says that's gutsy betting on the Reds yeah, with the state of the bullpen. Very gutsy. Thank, thank me later, everybody. All right, have a great Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow morning, seven a.m. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big oh, X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Justin Kale. Spend my dollar, barking holler, needs a mountain moonlight, older uptight. Make a little loving, a little turn of loving on a Mason Dixon line. Fits my life, oh so right. My Dixie land line. Oh, I got a back.